Greetings and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Bist. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. For today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about sacrifice. You know, I'm sure it's safe to assume that we all got into being creative because we found we have a talent for it. We enjoy doing it, and sometimes we find it helps ward off some of the uh, stress and uh, anxiety that we deal with. You may have picked up a pen or a pencil, a paintbrush or a stylus, or even an instrument, and found that you loved creating, making something out of nothing but an idea. It's probably also safe to assume that it started as a hobby, something we did in our spare time. You know, you'd come home after school and spend some time in your bedroom or basement or maybe even your garage, doing whatever it is that you do. You may have even spent time in class doodling or writing or planning and plotting instead of listening to the lesson of the day. And there's nothing wrong with that, and I think we're all guilty of that misdemeanor. But at some point, we have to grow up and take on more responsibility. There are relationships that take our attention away from our creative projects. We have full-time jobs so we can pay the bills. Some of us end up with kids we have to wrangle or family members we have to care for. There are daily, weekly chores around the house, grocery shopping, bill paying, cleaning the bathroom, vacuuming up the pet hair. The list goes on and on. And none of this is really conducive to being creative, is it? Our day-to-day routines may provide ideas for our creative projects, but they don't allow us the time to actually work on them in any meaningful way. And we end up making sacrifices, don't we? You know, for example, we give up on dating when we settle down with somebody. We give up a chunk of our free time when we decide to have children or adopt pets. We give up another bit of time when we decide to buy a house because we're taking on a whole new list of responsibilities and obligations. Sometimes these decisions are tough to make, but in the end we decide to sacrifice one thing so we can have another. I mean, such is life. I was thinking about all this the other day, and it led me down the path to creativity and what I'm willing to sacrifice in order to express and explore my own creativity. To some people, that may sound strange, like, what would I have to give up just to write? Can't I just do it in my spare time? What's the big deal? Well, the deal is having enough time to do all the creative things I want to do. Sure, I mean, I can squeeze in some time writing in the morning while I'm waiting for my partner to get ready for a commute to work, and I can even squeeze in some uh, writing time during my lunch break at the office. I can think about all the stories in progress when I'm stuck at a stoplight or standing in line at the grocery store. I can write early on weekend mornings and maybe a few late nights, but for me, it's just still not enough. There are days when I take leave from work so I can stay home and write all day. You know, my partner is out, the house is quiet, and I can write all day long without any interruptions. I call these mental health days because I feel that, you know, writing helps to keep me centered and it helps to clear the clutter out of my head. And it's funny because I have coworkers who think that I'm wasting these leave days. I should be saving them up for some nice long vacation or something like that. But I disagree. I'm willing to use them when I can just so I can be creative. You know, we all have our own priorities. And yes, I've also passed on social events in order to stay home and write. Parties, family gatherings, dinner dates with friends. I feel that it sometimes makes me seem like I'm antisocial, which, incidentally, I can be a little socially awkward, but I'm never antisocial. 
I enjoy spending time with people, not only for the camaraderie, but also because hearing other people tell their stories about their days or some recent adventure, it gives me fodder for more stories. Yes, I use my friends as research, but I always change the names to protect the innocent. And sometimes the guilty. But making sacrifices in order to make time for creativity isn't unusual. Looking back at history, one can find tons of artists who sacrificed many things, even everything, for their art. Some of the greats really didn't have any social lives or families or friends. Their lives were their work. So consider the term starving artist. Where do you think that came from? It's not simply a jab at the people who graduated from university with an art degree who can't find a job. No, the idea of the starving artist has been around for hundreds of years. In fact, the starving artist was a popular subject in the Romanticism of the 18th and 19th centuries. A good example is the Puccini opera La Bohème, if I pronounced that correctly. The main characters are all artists living hand to mouth, barely making ends meet. But it was an incredibly popular opera. The theme has carried over through the centuries. I mean, I've even written about starving artists in a couple of my own short stories, pulling from reality. Mostly because it's relatable, and as they say, write what you know. I think this shows that artists have always suffered for their art, and made difficult the sacrifices in order to realize their visions and dreams. But don't misunderstand me. I'm not suggesting that you should drop everything and run off to a cabin in the woods with a typewriter under your arm just so you can work on the next great novel. So please, don't leave your friends and family or quit your job. These are the things that help to keep us grounded and help to pay the bills. While a lot of these things can seem mundane, they're a necessary part of our lives. But by the same token, it's your life to do with as you please. If you feel you have the financial and emotional security to make that jump to a full-time artist, then hey, I applaud you and wish you well. The reality, however, is that very few of us are in a situation that will allow us to give up everything in order to create. Instead, the rest of us have to figure out ways to cut corners here and there so we can squeeze in another 30 minutes of creative time during the week. So, I recently had this interaction with someone online who lamented that they didn't have much time to devote to writing because of the responsibilities in their life. New house, wife, kids, pets, new job. And hey, that's completely understandable. Sometimes life can be overwhelming, and we have to make sacrifices in the other direction, giving up on our creativity for a while in order to get our lives in order and under control. And yeah, it can suck. I know because I've had to do it myself. Too many things happen at once, unexpected things crop up. And it's an uncaring universe, and as the wise men say, shit happens. But eventually things calm down, and we're finally able to get back to what's important to us, which is being creative. Then we work on cutting those corners again, finding ways to simply make time. Now, I've already mentioned a few things I do to make time, like declining social engagements, but I also miss a fair amount of sleep. Of course, part of that is because I'm an insomniac. But I figured, hey, why not use that to my advantage? Even then, there are times I'm exhausted from a long day, but I still stay up a few hours past my usual bedtime in order to get the words out of my head. The thing is, I never stop thinking about my stories, either the ones in progress or new ideas, so there's always something for me to be working on. You know, if I don't write on a regular basis, squeeze in every word I can in every free moment, 
then it just gets to be too much. You know, if you're like me, then you understand. Part of it is sacrifice, but it's also a safety measure to keep me sane. I know that I don't have much responsibility compared to some of my listeners. I don't have kids, and I have an understanding partner who encourages me to write as often as I can, and I'm in decent health. My life isn't made up of too many obstacles, and I'm grateful for that. But even then, I still wish I had more time. And no, I'm not expecting sympathy, especially from anyone who has far more to deal with than I do. But what I want to stress here is that I understand and I sympathize with you. It's difficult to balance everything in our lives. We can get overwhelmed by everything. Of course, that's a good argument for setting aside some time to be creative. We need those mental health breaks, time to ourselves so we can express ourselves, our ideas, our frustrations and joys, all that crap that builds up in our heads. So look at it this way. It can be difficult to make time to be creative, but it's important that you do. It doesn't matter if you can spend six hours a day doing it or 30 minutes. Any amount of time you spend being creative, it's a good thing. Just be sure to do it. It's important for your health and for your well-being. You can think of it as being a little bit selfish, which is okay. But if you have trouble accepting that, then think of it as you're doing it for your loved ones. Taking those creative breaks will help you to clear your mind and to be happier. So in turn, your loved ones will benefit. So you're doing it for them as well. All right, for this show close out, I want to see if I can help you find some extra time to be creative. No guarantees, of course, but let's give it a shot and see what we can do. Here's what I'd like you to try. Grab a sheet of paper and a pen or open a document on your PC or laptop. And once you're ready, I want you to make a list of everything you do on an average day. Start with waking up in the morning. Note the time and list your routine. And no, you don't have to go into graphic detail about how long you floss or anything like that. Just simple bullet points. For example, you can note you wake up at 6 a.m., you use the bathroom, pour a cup of coffee, get in the shower by 7, you leave for work at 7.30, and, well, you get the picture. Now, it'll take a few minutes to make it all the way to your bedtime, but once you do, you'll have a general map of your day. Now, look this over and see if you can spot places where you can cut a few corners. For example, do you make coffee every morning, or do you set the coffee maker the night before? What about lunch? Do you pack it the night before, or do you throw it together before you walk out the door in the morning? Here's one that saves me time. I get my clothes out the night before. That way I don't have to stand in front of the closet in the morning trying to figure out what I'm going to wear. For me, having lunch ready and clothes picked out the night before saves me about, I don't know, 10 to 15 minutes every morning. I use that time to write my journal, or make a few edits to a work in progress, or write a blog post. And back to lunch for a moment. Do you bring your lunch or do you go out for it? You know, if you brought your lunch to work, you'd have more time to write or create during your lunch break. That's what I do. I get a good 45 minutes Monday through Friday to work on something. And if you're a real glutton for punishment, consider getting up an extra 30 minutes to an hour early in the mornings. The house will be quiet and you can work on something while you're still in that half-dream state. For me, that's the best time to be creative. Well, I hope you give this a shot and see if you can make more time to be creative. The small sacrifices, they'll add up, I promise. And you never know, might end up a little bit happier. So that's it for this episode. 
I hope you got something positive out of it. If so, please let me know. You can drop me a line via the contact form on my website, richardbiss.com, or catch me on social media. And also, just a side note here, you know, if you're enjoying the show, leave a review on whatever platform you downloaded it from. I'd appreciate the support. And of course, tell your friends. Until next episode, cheers. <laughs>